Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Unpredicted Party, the only Middle-Earth TTRPG that will answer the question, why didn't they just take the Eagles to Mordor? And we are one step closer to answering that question. I am your lore master, Don Marshall. Around me are my internet friends. Say hi, internet friends. Hello. All right. Um, are you all ready to get started? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> well, we have to get through some announcements first, so give me one hi, second. First of all, we always want to thank our wonderful sponsor, Free League Publishing, who graciously sent us advanced copies, as my players model them, sent us advanced copies of the TTRPG, The One Ring, so that we could play in a more fleshed out version of Middle Earth. If you would like to order your own copy of The One Ring, whether it is the bundle, the starter set, the core rulebook, the dice, the maps, just go to freeleaguepublishing.com to get yours today. Another announcement. We have merchandise. I know we've been announcing it the last two or three weeks, and it's probably been out for months at this point, but we're pre-recording a bunch of these, so I feel a need to remind everybody. Um, so go to donmarshall72merch.com to get yours for the unpredicted party today. Stay tuned for our next line of merchandise. I, for one, will gladly welcome our bird overlords, which I've got enough feedback for to, uh, to say that it's going to happen. So you just wait. Um, a reminder, we will be taking a quick five-minute break at the uh, one-hour mark, so be sure to uh, get your timing ready for that. We do have a couple of extra thank yous to get through. First and foremost, the artwork is done by the incredible Sarah M. Shunky. She goes by Sarah M. Shunky on Instagram. The battle maps for the campaign are designed by Little Wit, the cartographer. You can find more of Little Wit's services on Facebook. The music has been crafted by Cullen Vance. Stream all of his music on Spotify, Bandcamp, iTunes, or you can go to cullenvancecreative.com. Uh, finally, a special thanks to my wife. She goes by Nat20Wife on social media. Honey, thank you so much. You are the reason that I have made Galadriel the boss as dangerous as it possibly can be. I hope you're all ready for a few sessions from now because we just built it. Wait, um, what? Before we get started... <laughs> Zach is just frozen in fear. We we built Galadriel uh, this weekend. It was our it was our thing we do as a couple. Not that you're going to be facing her today. Just letting you know, seeding doubt in case you do have to, you know, fight her. Wait, just in case. Just in oh. jokes on you. I might just cut this part out from the actual stream. We also have a very special thank you to all of you because as we are pre-recording this. Exactly a week and three days ago, the Unpredicted Party episode one came out on YouTube. Thank you so much to everybody that was live at the premiere and listened to it on podcasts. I figured out how to do podcasts in like four hours. It was an absolute journey. I applaud anybody that tries to do that on a regular basis. So you can now watch or listen to the Unpredicted Party wherever podcasts are, unpredictedparty.podbean.com, and you'll find the links to Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google, wherever you listen to your podcasts, it is likely there. We are joined once again by Justin Jordan, aka Freddie's roommate on TikTok. Justin, thank yes! you so much for joining. I had no to. No uh, problem. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I uh, I had to drag him back. I was like, "Do you have like one more hour left in you? I want to wrap up your story as we go." All right. What could possibly go wrong. You've said that so many times, and I feel like you've brought this all on yourselves. What? Are we all ready to get started? Yes. Yes. Let's go. Our journey started in Rivendell, where we met two elves, Halwith and Tanel, who met an eccentric dwarf named Beery, all converging on Rivendell for different reasons. In Rivendell, they discovered the One Ring had been found, and a decision was made 
to fly the eagles to Mordor to try to destroy the One Ring. But the Fellowship failed. And Gwaihir, the Lord of the Eagles, took the ring, overthrew Sauron, and now rules over Mordor for his very own. Meanwhile, Elrond was possessed because his own elven ring was able to be controlled through Gwaihir. You, however, managed to save his life with some incredible battle, and Halloweth cut off his hand. However, you went to go collect the bodies of the Fellowship with Elrond's kids, where you learned that Arwen is actually pregnant with Aragorn's child and has fled south and her brothers went after her. Meantime, you also handily defeated Gandalf, who Gwaihir was able to take possession of, albeit a little bit more difficultly, um, because Gandalf also had one of the elven rings. Halloweth cut off his hand. When you got back, you got possession of the other ring of power because Glorfindel, realizing he was going to be tempted by it, gave it to you for safekeeping. He then charged you to travel to Angmar to scout it out which you did where you met the eccentric human, Halbarad, whom you met and fought with against Mordreth, the steward of Angmar. You also managed to find the blue wizards in Angmar. Alatar and Palando are still alive. However, Palando was unconscious for a very long time. You made your way to Rivendell where Halloweth, you along with Elrond and Glorfindel, managed to heal Palando with Alatar's help, and he thanked you for it using his nonverbal uh, signing communication. Halbaret, you met with Elrond, who gave his uh, apologies for losing Aragorn, whom you called a prick, and uh, <laughs> I forgot about that until just now. Sorry, not well, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> um, and concocted some plans of your own. Uh, meanwhile, Tanel, you are helping everybody in Rivendell prepare for uh, the eventual arrival of the Dunedain. Uh, Beery, you were working on a very special project that we didn't quite get into mm. this time. Um, mm. But of course, last episode ended on a bit of a cliffhanger. Sorry about that one. We discovered what had been going on around the rest of Middle-earth. In Rohan, King Grima now rules and is set to marry Eowyn after the deaths at the hands of Eomer, seemingly? Theoden was killed by Eomer, according to this letter. Uh, Mirkwood completely blew you off, said, go protect yourselves. Um, Gondor said that they are holding strong, but are worried. Erebor said uh, that there are some Nazgul encircling them, but they are uh, still fighting. You got two letters from Lothlorien. One from Haldir saying that much of the forest has been seemingly destroyed. Another was just a roll of parchment with an eagle's talon written in blood. And that is where we left off. So we pick it up immediately where we left off. What are the four of you doing during this council? Tanel's just frozen holding the bloody letter, just not even moving. Halibut just weeps. <laughs> just, and this is, no, this is his worst nightmare. Glorfindel looks over at the two of you and goes, I am sorry. It's, it's, so it's, it, it's all gone? Based on the letter, it would appear there is at the very least a resistance, but I don't think they would still be fighting if it was all gone. So, 
we must return home. Halva yeah. turns to the rest of the group and says, I would be honored if you would accompany and help me. Um, if not, then this is where we part ways, but I must see to my homeland. There's I've no, lost one home, I can't lose another. There's no doubt in my mind, I'm coming with you, obviously. Of course. And you can see that she's she's been silently, but there's like mm. tear tracks down her face as well. Wait, what's your plan? Hmm? Join up with the resistance, uh, formulate either a plan to reconsolidate, uh, gather strength, or to counterattack. Counterattack what exactly? Who whatever, are we fighting? Whatever forces of darkness have plagued and destroyed the Golden Wood, and in hope to save the Lady Galadriel. Your plan is just to go in there with your, like chickens with your heads cut off? I say we wait. For what? More power, more reinforcements. We wait. At least take the night to think about it. Respectfully, you can meet us there. I know what it's like to be angry. But right now, we can't rule with our emotions. Trust me, it's gotten me in more trouble than more times than I can count. We will go in the morning and we will reassess. Glorfindel speaks up at this point and goes, Halbarad is right. You, at the very least, need to plan your journey. There are many ways across the Misty Mountains, some more dangerous than others. Is Beery there or is he still at the forge? You were there. The four of you okay. were there. Um, Beery, I require your wizardry. Let's go. Oh, well, I mean, that I am a, a metal wizard, as you said. Uh, yeah, uh, let's go. Okay. You two uh, head out. We're going to come to uh, Beery and Halbarad in just a moment. Meanwhile, Halloweth to Nell. Glorfindel takes a look at you, gestures over to another elf, hands him a long scroll of parchment, brings out a map of Middle-earth. My scouts report that the high pass is <sighs> blocked some way through rocks. The road will be treacherous, but I think you may be able to make it. An army of orcs stands by the Gladden River Pass, the Red Horn Pass in Karathras. I caution you very, very much. Meanwhile, Moria, you all know the risk. However, if any kind of looks out at Halbered and Beery who are heading out, a dwarf with you could be some advantage, but I, you know what great evil lurks in the depths. Yeah, Moria is not ominous whatsoever. <laughs> there are fouler no, things, all. older and fouler things than orcs in the deep places of the world. <laughs> I'm sorry, he said the the high pass is yes. blocked. So, so we'll we'll take an out of we'll take an out of uh, character Ooh. moment. There mm -hmm. are there are four there are technically there are five ways to get across to Lothlorien. The high pass, which you would meet the Bjornings at the other side of. The Gladden River Pass, which is about as close to uh, Radagast's home of Ross Gobel as you could get. 
the Redhorn Pass, which is the mountain pass that the Fellowship took in the movie and was immediately taken down by Saruman. Is, is that Karadras then? That's Karadras, yes. Okay. And Moria, which you all know Moria. And then the Gap of Rohan, which would literally take you around through the Misty Mountains uh, past. Uh, yeah, the, the Gap of Rohan yeah. takes us too close to Isengard. So I will leave you to choose. Halberat, what's up? So this river, mm-hmm. can, can we take a boat through this river? Is that an option or no? So no, the, the mountain slopes form into the river. There is no river through the mountain pass. Uh, yeah. Okay. yeah. What about the main channel uh, that goes north to south? The river Anduin starts at the top closer to where the Grey Mountains and Gundabond start. It would be yeah. roughly traveling to Angmar, crossing the mountain pass, through no known passes, literally okay. just a mountain range. There's no path there at all. Now, um, since this is out of character, uh, you since a lot of our adversaries are skyborne, something maybe not so out in the open on the top of a, a mountain might not be a good... It is the elves' decision then. So Glorfinda looks at you and goes, the choice is yours, naturally, but there is danger every way you go. Um, Halloweth looks to Tanel and Glorfindel and says, we received no response from Radagast, did we? None. Ross Goebel was silent, though it may be that he was not home at the time. The birds can only wait so long. Of course, but if we take the Gladden River Pass, we can travel potentially round or into Ross Goebel. Potentially. And then- and then but into Lothlorien, potentially, but the scouts report a massing force of orcs there, at least a hundred, and you have no boats. Travel would be difficult. You said the high pass, it's blocked, you said. There are reports of <sighs> Bjornings, the shapeshifters. They previously have guarded the high pass, but while it may be the closest, we do not know what side the shapeshifters are on. You said yourself, Gwai here said the time of the beast is upon us. They live in both worlds. I fear we may not be able to count on their support. Well, the cap of Rohan's out of the question, so it needs to be one of the passes. I agree. Um, what danger lies in the Red Horn Pass? He kind of turns to Glorfindel and says, what danger lies in the Red Horn Pass? Storms. Stone. Living stone. Hmm. Treacherous conditions. It would be difficult, but it is possible. I guess. I... I, I hasten to avoid the Bjornings. Um, I say we either try and slip past the mass of orcs on the Gladden River Pass or brave the treacherous conditions of the Redhorn Pass. Could we perhaps try the Gladden River Pass first and then if it is too much, if there's too many there, yes. I agree. If we can get to the Gladden River Pass, we can, as I say, we can check on Roscoe as well. You must be careful. Of course. Yes. 
Very well. Sleep on it. Make your decision. Be well. Farewell. There's a moment right before you are all wrapping up where Alatar speaks up and goes, Apologies, all of you, but it seems we have a bit more to discuss. These rings of power the elves have, your lady of the wood has one. Yes. And the one ring is with Gwai here. Yes. And the other two are in your pocket, Master Hallowith. Yep. He kind of takes a moment, sits back, looks over at Glorfindel, like, really, dude? He says... (laughs) (laughs) uh, It seemed a wise idea at the time. I see now the error of my ways. That is wise of you. But the question remains what to do with them. They cannot stay here, and they cannot travel abroad. What other choice do we have? What other ring bearers are there? Well, we, we're losing halflings like flies. I'm not going to try and find another one. Um, Was there not a halfling here? Did I not pass one on our journey in? Poor, Someone summon him. Poor Bilbo. <laughs> I'm not sending the ring with Bilbo again. He's, he's, he's held this burden enough. What then? What then? It needs to not be used by someone. Yes. It need not be worn. It needs to be hidden away. Yes, and who to hide it that would not be tempted to use it better than a hobbit? Will he bear too? Could you? Could any of us? At least show him in. Fine. Fine, yes. There's a minute or two when one of the elves goes to fetch Bilbo and he comes in, looks around at all of you. Good afternoon, good masters and ladies of Rivendell. And you can just see he's a wreck and has been for quite some time. It seems being summoned to a council is... Becoming a bit of a habit for me. (laughs) What can I help you all with? I need your aid, desperately. What can I do for you, Lady Tanel? During the silence, Alatar interrupts and goes, Master Hobbit, you were a ring bearer. We would ask you, however unfairly, to do it again. And gestures to you, Halloweth, for the bag. He very, very reluctantly hands it over. Takes the bag. Alatar holds it in his hand for a second. Gives it to Bilbo. Bilbo grabs it. Oh. Shall I peek inside? Cautiously, please. Yes. Kind of looks in and goes, oh, oh, my. Are these what I think they are, good masters? I have no doubt that they are. 
It's got to smell so bad. It's got to really, it's it's really I mean, awful. yeah, I, I'd like to think that, that in like in the little bit in between, I've, I don't know, wiped it with a lot of lavender or something. Yuri did put some <laughs> flower petals in it, but uh, no, it, you, you all start to smell the, the oh, white wafting. It's coming oh, out. It's sen- a scent of potpourri and corpse. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's a heck of a combo. Oh, Lord. He looks at it and goes, Right then. I'll hold on to this then. Do you think you can hide them? I hid the one ring for nearly 60 years. Never thought anything of it. <laughs> this is two though, so. Thank you. It, it does mean a lot. They are less monstrous than the one ring, at least. They are not, they don't come bestowed with as much power. Together, potentially the same thing, but. Don't let the elves hear you say that, dear boy. Mm. <laughs> I love Bilbo so much. <laughs> Thank you both for returning his body. Of course, Master Arthur. We are so sorry. It should have been me. I should have gone. I should have finished the quest. I should have. Anel walks up to him and just puts her hand on his shoulder. And she's crying too. She goes, this world has changed a lot of us. And a lot of pain has been had. Please go get some rest. Quite right. We'll Quite make right. it right. As much as we can. For Frodo. Of course. Pats your hand one more time. Nods at all of you. Glances over to Alatar and Palando. Thank you for trusting me with these. I will not let you down. Wanders off. Alatar glances at you, Halloweth, and goes... It is the right decision, however painful it may be. He has suffered enough. None of this is fair. We may all suffer even more, should we fail. I hope you'll keep an extra eye on him. Two eyes, as often as I can spare them. Thank you. He carries a heavy burden. Yes, he does. You have travel arrangements to make. Go, oversee preparations. And we'll cut here, and we'll go to Halbarad and Beery. What are the two of you doing? Um, I would like to do a Sorkin walk and talk. <laughs> go for it. I, I point to Beery and I'm like, listen, do not let those pompous wizards not tell you a secret. Everything is on the line. I mean, it, it is true. Um, every, I mean, I feel like everything has kind of changed. Those in power are now relatively powerless. And who are we now dealing with the end of the world? I mean, um, yeah, so, but I don't know. I mean, they can keep their secrets. I feel like I'm going to figure it out eventually I slap for Barry. myself. <laughs> oh, 
what in the hell is my doing? Why'd you do that? Go ahead. Focus. I'm trying, but you're slapping me in the face. Do not <laughs> let them get away without teaching you a secret. I mean, if it if it keeps from me from getting slapped, sure. I'll ask again. Hey, there's that elven wine they have that is pretty stiff. No time if- for wine. Uh, no time for wine. I, okay, here's the thing. <laughs> you and your friends should know that killing a wizard is pretty easy nowadays. Hmm. Well, I mean, he was he was dead, and he was just kind of like a shambling corpse at the time. I mean, it wasn't like you know, kind of like with with his um, you know, he walks around uh, with the hammer handle disconnected for the anvil that he's carrying, but uh, like a staff and he kind of pantomimes and, you know, and then, you know, it's, it was nothing like that. You know, it was just, he was kind of like at us. Are you going to continue to make excuses for yourself? Are you ready to work? Oh, I mean, I feel like I can't get nothing right with you. I mean, all right, what do you want me to do? Are we at the forge yet, Don? You're at the forge. Yes, we're at the forge. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> Um, I take out a curse sword. Okay. And I lay it upon the table. Okay. At this point, you see Aaron, the blacksmith of Rivendell, come on over. Ah, yes, Master Beery. And uh, friend, you are? Albert, leader of the Duda Day. Ah, terribly sorry for your loss. This strikes fear in the hearts of orcs, right? He takes a step back, seeing the blade that you're holding in front of him. Where on earth did you get that? We don't have time for questions. Listen. Hey, don't worry about it. And just trying to like, like good cop, bad cop it with Halbred a little bit. <laughs> you were the one captured in Angmar, weren't you? Yes. My reputation precedes me. Then you have quite the prize on your hands. May I? Yeah. Any... Uh, be real careful. Of course. Always am. And he kind of takes this blade and looks at it and goes, there is dark magic in this blade. What did you have in mind? Can you melt it? Make it into two? Of course, but I... It won't split the incantation uh, if we render the alloy uh, liquid again? It may unleash evil spirits for all we know, but... That's not to say we can't try, if you're brave enough. (laughs) (laughs) We're good. Are we? Let's get to work. And now we're going to start to make a series of rolls. So, Halbarad, Halbarad, what exactly are you trying to make here? I would like to turn this longsword into a, I guess, a one-handed sword and a dagger. Mm -hmm. Okay. Nice. Okay. Is there plenty of material for that? Yeah. Yeah. There's more than enough. This is a big sword. This isn't you're just going to smelt it down. Okay. Now, I need you all to make a number of checks for me. And it might be a little bit different just based on the blade that you currently have. So, who's going to be doing the forging itself? Would that be Beery and Aaron or Halbrad? Are you taking part? No, Unless Halbred wants... They're the experts. Okay. <laughs> All right. Beery. Yeah. I can let you do one of two things. You can either roll with advantage, or I can roll as Aaron, and you can roll as yourself. The choice is yours. My craft is already favored, baby. 
Oh, okay. In that case, <laughs> we'll just say that Aaron is providing some guidance for you as you okay. go. So go ahead and make, uh, this is going to be a series of craft checks. So make the first okay. craft check. I'll let you know how we go from there. Oh yeah. Obliterated. Do you want actual numbers or do you want pass or fail? As long as you reach your target number, you're just fine. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. So the first thing you need to do is smelt down the sword. And as you are taking the time to smelt it, it dissolves into this liquid. And as it does, you hear the faintest <gasps> as the metal boils down into this liquid ooze. The next check we're going to make is forging the dagger. Go ahead and make a craft check for me. What you call Gandalf, my friends? Oh, okay. <laughs> and two crits. And two crits. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Two sixes. How... Oh, oh sixes. seriously? Yeah. That's. Oh, I would God. never. Lie. I would never sleep at night again <laughs> if I lied. Brilliant. Brilliant. All right. Hang on. Let me write that down. As um, as the as the, you know, alloy is beginning to flow. Um. Is it still kind of have that, does it still have that kind of evil shimmer to it? Or is that, did, did the scream almost dissipate it? The scream seemed to dissipate it a little bit, but it, it's still, mm. it almost, you know, like how in, in Spider-Man 3 or Venom, where there's that like almost liquid that has a personality and its own movement. That's a icker, yeah. It has a, yeah, it has that kind of symbiote feel to it where it's moving like normal metal, but there's a, there's a slight difference that you can't quite put your foot on. All right. So you successfully okay. craft the daggers as you're doing this. Aaron is making conversation with the three of you talking about your journey. He asks about how to was and if she's safe and where she is right now. And you continue on through the rest of your, uh, <laughs> sorry, this man is going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> you did roll a, a one on that perception check to see what was up with him. Um, all right. Yeah. So let's make yep. the third craft check for, the sword this is this is me still this is you still oh my god okay we're good you hit your target number successfully you spend the next few hours crafting these swords getting everything ready as best as you can and as you are hitting the metal to shape this sword the sword starts to grow hot, just a little bit more than normal. And you hear mm. yet again another faint whisper. <laughs> and the scream fades. Aaron takes a step back, just shocked. Are you all right? You and heard that too? Like, you heard that yeah. too? pointing the hammer that he was striking with at the blade as it's kind of sitting on the anvil just oh i thought i was nuts i'm, I'm glad you heard that too okay um glances over at you halberat you you heard that as well yes you never heard a blood curdling scream before <laughs> get on with it <laughs> not from my swords master human um is, is it complete and now it's now it's just you know kind of cooling as it begins to cool you watch the blades start to sort of take that form and you know i don't know the the ins and outs of blacksmithing max well, but also i don't want to bore the hell out of you guys with some like really deep 
uh, theory. <laughs> but we'll, we'll get into that in the after this is, party. This is, fan, this is fantasy stuff. Ex- exactly. It doesn't have to yeah. make sense. Yeah. Tell yeah. us all about it in the Patreon after party. Sure. Um, <laughs> all right. So the sword after several hours is now complete and you hold it up and notice that there's a shine to it that it didn't have before. Before it was that sort of Morgul black rusted evil looking blade that now holds a pristine shine that catches the moonlight and almost turns slightly iridescent in the light. And Aaron looks at you and goes, well done. So happy, yeah. As he's uh, as he's sharpening, putting that final, uh, you know, final polish and edge onto the blade, he kind of looks at himself and, you know what, Albert, uh, you might not be as crazy as you as you seem. <laughs> he just kind of looks at his reflection. Crazy? Who said I was crazy? No, I mean, I, and then just kind of hands him the blade to show him. You have a gift. Hey, it's your idea. <laughs> every every person has ideas Aaron interrupts and says that is quite the powerful blade Master Halberat a wise choice two. two well a blade and two daggers I, and he hands the three of them to you okay alright just kind of has a rag just kind of wiping kind of sweat from his brow and wiping his hands off um, has Aaron been making anything in his free time. Aaron looks over at you and goes, I haven't quite had the time to make all of them, but I, I do have a few ready if you are uh, willing to to see them. Uh, Halbarad, what's up? Yeah. Um, can I... Uh, I take out a piece of paper and I give it to uh, the blacksmith. Aaron, say, okay. Aaron, and I say, um, I need you to write these things on this sword. Runes. Yes. What would you like it to say? Uh, two in Elvish and one in Dwarvish. Well, the Dwarvish may require the help of a dwarf. What would you like it to say? I would like the sword to say uh, the King's Shadow. I Ooh, would like chills. The, Instant chills. I would like the dagger to say the King's Fear in Elvish mm-hmm. and the other in Dwarvish, the King's Echo. That's so cool. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Justin. That's oh so my goodness. goodness. Wow. What? That is that awesome. amazing. Okay. So yes, that can absolutely happen. You can leave it with air and that can happen. I don't know how runes are made on swords. I don't care. It's happening regardless <laughs> of whether or not we should have done it beforehand. It's it's perfect. It's it's fantasy stuff. It's fantasy. It's, right. it's fantasy. All right. Mechanically speaking, Halbarad, you now have a sword that does four damage, and two daggers that deal two damage apiece. However, because you used a Morgul blade, and because Beery rolled two sixes, I will now say that if you are attacking an orc or an enemy of yours that is a servant of Sauron, so basically a non-human servant of Sauron, you will get one extra D6 to add to damage using these two. Yes! Yes! Halbrad's a genius! Oh my god. Um, uh, 
So it's all carved in now? Yes. Okay. I take my weapons and I look at them. Beery, what do you think? Um, you know, after he kind of gets done at least, uh, you know, carving in and engraving the dwarven runes into the, is it the sword or a dagger? So the yeah. yeah the dwarf which one is dagger, the dwarf one? The dwarf dagger is getting the el- uh, the dwarf runes yes okay yes, dwarf runes say a king's echo echo I love it um after he finishes and you know it's uh it's not part of my culture to name blades but uh I I love the practice you know I can feel like this can strike fear into uh, any orc or goblin right That's I like the it point. hands of Talbred it's beautiful what are you doing. This is what? your dagger. No, I, I, I couldn't accept. I had a commission just for you from the very best dwarf in all of Rivendale. Like <laughs> instant like anime moment where his eyes get go- big and googly <laughs> and big bottom lip just kind of wiggling. I'm like, um, mm. uh, well, and just goes like middle of his chest or like middle of his wrist and just giving <laughs> a big hug. Thank you um takes it i feel like this is uh puts it in his um belt kind of where his apron meets i'm gonna try and give it to good use do you know what the saying means well i mean i wrote it in dwarven uh i know what it <laughs> says but i'm a little little foggy on what it might mean echo what do you mean by echo kings they sit in their towers very rarely do they get to see the battlefield. You know who administers the king's justice, who carries his voice, are the people who draw their swords, who make the weapons. That is what you are, Beery. Do not let anyone tell you different. Now let's go. And I would like to find Halloweth. Okay. So um, I- Beery's just left, just kind of like, just trying to like process all of that yeah i don't care that you're a guest character you all get a fellowship point for that oh my god <laughs> Halloween. yeah <laughs> yeah well done halbarad um okay so as uh the forging wraps up the two of you leave the forge aaron uh calls out to you beery and goes out i'll get i'll continue working on uh, the yes secret please, thing um, come mm-hmm. find me in the morning Oh, oh, I shall. And oh, yeah, good, good forging. Um, I feel like this could maybe change the uh, the tide of the skies. You know, you know, you know what I mean. And then just kind of like sneaks out of the the forge. <laughs> kind of gives you like a all right. See you later. Yeah. Very well. <laughs> and uh, you guys spend the the next uh, little bit looking for Halloweth. Um, Halloweth, I I will ask you then. What exactly do you think Halloweth would be doing? Meditating. Uh, Meditating. All right. You guys spend the next uh, about 10 or 15 minutes or so looking uh, for Halloweth and you find him meditating in one of the gardens. I throw the dagger at him non-lethally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. At his body or at his feet or what are we talking about? Is there like a tree or something next to him? Yeah, like, is there across the bow? You know what? You try and throw it. If you try, see if he's aware. Can I see if I'm aware enough for this? You know what? Yeah. yeah, let's 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 do okay. a couple of rolls. Let's see how much damage you're actually taking. Halbarad, <laughs> I need you to make an attack roll with your sword. <laughs> and Halloweth, I need you 
to make an awareness check for me. Yeah, I figured. Okay. I I All be right. my target number by four. Okay, thank you. All right. I have three dots next to sword, so I use three d six, right? Correct. Okay. <laughs> uh, a two, a three, a six, and a three. So that is five. 11 that beats my target number yes that beats your target number yes all right so you very gingerly halberad take this dagger and throw it at halloweth and halloweth you hear just the faintest movement that you would recognize having had lots of daggers thrown at you one of them very recently (laughs) and your eyes pop open and in a flash you snatch the dagger out of the air, glance down at it, see that there is elvish writing, and look up and see Halbarad and Beery walking towards you. <laughs> a throwable sword, huh? <laughs> That's a hell of a greeting. I see you've been busy. <laughs> this is impressive. Fresh from the forge. Ah, yes. <laughs> it's, Still kind of, it's just warm. <laughs> it's like either you threw this with incredible speed or it's just fresh from the forge. Both can be true. <laughs> I suppose so. Um, what can I do for you? Beery said I should apologize, so I'm apologizing for throwing your sword when we first met. <sighs> it's no problem. You but Beery told me to do it. I, I, I just I, do what Beery says. No. Yeah. That's... That's understandable. He's very persuasive. Um, <laughs> just well. the lore master chiming in here. Is he really, though? I think so. Because huh. he's charming. I'm yeah, stepping it's back. Ca- Have it's, your it's, it, it, it's, it's charisma. Oh. <sighs> well, uh. I named this dagger for you. The King's Fear. Well, I don't know what to say. Thank you so much. Um, I'm not one for short swords, but I could certainly learn. Oh. Thank you. Uh, oh, the king's yeah, fear. yeah, whatever. It's fine. The warrior's biggest fear is that they might be betrayed on the battlefield. And what I did was betray you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I won't stab you in the back, but hopefully you can stab others in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I will do exactly that every time that I vanquish an enemy with said blade the king's fear i shall think of your name good where's the other elf the other elf um to i'm not sure to where would you uh, be right now <laughs> well I was, to, I was about to bellow to <laughs> 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 uh, uh, has has snuck off and found a corner to just cry in. Can I meet Tanel by myself then? I don't want to like have the <laughs> no, whole. No, it's class okay. Scene. I'm here for the drama. Let's do it. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Um. Well, no. Let's let's play it out like this then. Um. Tanel, give me a stealth check, and Halbarad, give me an explore check. Oh, two dots. I'm a Dunedain mother. You're getting found. I'm sorry. 
I'm gonna come in just as cocky. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now it's a challenge. Oh okay. God, I shouldn't have said anything. Don, <laughs> as they're rolling, is this is this one of the vegetable gardens that Halloweth was meditating in? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Oh, can can Beery steal some carrots or some some <laughs> produce of some kind? Of course. Are you trying to feed Gorge? 100. percent Yeah. But for, of course. For later. For later. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, of course. Just kind of. Yeah. Add five yeah. carrots to your inventory. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Tanel, what'd you roll? I just hit my target number, but oh. it's an 11. Ooh, okay. Halberat. not good. I rolled an 11 too, but my target <laughs> number is 12. Oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. So we'll play yeah. it like this. We'll play it like this, since obviously you can ask around and it's uh... actually, let me say it like this. Tanel. Are you mm-hmm. trying to not be found? Uh, yeah, she's she tried to find a sort of small corner where there's not a lot of like footpath or not footpath. I don't there's there are word. hidden libraries. Yeah, yeah. Just, Rivendell, you can find mm-hmm. a, a quiet place. Yeah. Halberd, it takes you the better part of like two hours to find Tanel. And by this time, the sun is going down. It's dark. You're not really even sure if she wants to be found at this point. You've asked around, haven't found anything. But eventually, eventually, you do hear soft, quiet sobs off to your right. Okay. I would like to not go up to Tanel, just make my presence known and just sit down and start like sharpening my sword. And she like gets up and just kind of peeps around the corner to see who it is. I didn't know I was that ugly. Oh, no, it's fine. I'm sorry. Um, hello? Why are you crying? <laughs> My home is gone. <clears throat> it's the only thing I didn't want to happen, and it's gone. And my king is gone. It's the only thing I didn't want to happen. Good, you relate. (laughs) Do you think you have time for another sword lesson? Only if you're ready. Mm -hmm. This time, don't hold back. Put it all on me. Ready? In the library? Put it all on me. Lethal. She does take a a quick look around, like, how damageable are the things around her? (laughs) Incredibly damageable. Oh, my God. I would like to take out the brand new sword. Okay. (laughs) Bloody hell. And I put it in the ground. Earn this. The winner gets this sword. Oh. No holds barred. 
They'll forgive me. And she pulls out her sword <laughs> and just goes for it. All right. All right. Let's <laughs> roll. <laughs> Oh, this okay. is brilliant. Oh my god. Okay, uh, what positions are you both taking? Oh my god, oh I wasn't prepared god. for combat in Rivendell again. Sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I love Halbred's here, obviously. I mean, the two of you kind of held back as Hal, uh, Halbred went uh, forward, because, you know, you were kind of following. Well, actually, I guess I guess I should ask, Beery, mm-hmm. uh, Hallowith, did you sort of hang back as, as all of this was happening? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Because I, I think definitely, yeah. You're around, but you're not. You're you're around, but you're not there. He wouldn't follow um, Halibut if he looks like he's on a mission. Like he's 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 gonna continue meditating. He's gonna be okay. Dagger, continue meditating. Like yeah. All right, cool. So Halibut, you stay meditating, Beery. I'm imagining like the amount of time it took him to pick five carrots. All of a sudden, he lost sight of Halibut, <laughs> and now he's on this on this journey trying to like find everybody. <laughs> I'm not even going to ask you to make an awareness deck to try and find these two. It's far too late for that. All right, Halbarad, what position are you choosing? Forward, baby. Always forward. Forward. Tanel? Forward. Okay. So since you are both in the forward, we're going to have a roll-off. Each of you roll a d12 to see who goes first. Rollies! 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 Okay. Do I add anything to this, Don? No. Okay. Come on, Tori. Okay. What'd 11. You get? 11. What? Oh! <laughs> oh you're up. All right, great. Twice as many ones. Forward. That's how it works, right? It's an ex- yeah, exactly. Yep, you got an extra, D6. extra D6. Also, remember, you have hope points. What is the hope? Can I use so, hope points? So, strictly speaking, you would have hope points. It adds one extra D6 to a specific action, you have to call it beforehand mm, and you can only okay. use a certain amount. I mm. think with Halbred, we've had two you, uh, yes, fellowship you, points. Be with, yes. So you would definitely have at least that. So okay. the fellowship points and the hope points are are different. Um, mm-hmm. The fellowship mm-hmm. points, someone else has to call it for you. So in this case, it would just be hope points. All right, Tanel, uh, make an attack roll. Uh, I rolled a 22 with a six on one of the die. Okay, so a 22 with a six means an extra piercing damage, which means you get an extra D6 to roll the damage with your sword. So your sword would deal four damage. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Four, let me write that down really quick. Four, and then the extra D6, four. Four, all right. So Halbarad, remind me of your total HP again. Uh, I believe it's 26. 26, you take eight points of damage. Okay. You're up. Okay, I would like to uh, take the, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to sweep the leg and just go for the knees. Get him a body bag. Okay, <laughs> so, so, because you are calling Try out- to kid a, anybody? Yeah, I, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> because you are going for a specific part of the body and you're calling it out, that would be what's called a called shot. You yeah. would roll with one less D6. Oh. Uh, if you want to. Okay, it's fine. All I'll right. do it. Go for it. What could possibly go wrong? Okay. Okay. Uh, that is a nine plus five. So that's a 14 that beats my target number. All and right. So it's five damage, right? Yes, the sword is okay. five damage. So you right. sweep the legs out from under her and Tanel, you fall prone to the ground. Your next attack will be at disadvantage and you take five damage. Remind me of your total HP. 
24 plus six temporary hit points. I don't know if those are still. Uh, after about a week, it'd probably have worn off. So you're okay, back cool. to 24. So you take, okay, cool. yes, you take that five damage. All right, so Tanel, you are now up. You can use your action to get back up again, and then you have your secondary action, or you can try and roll from the ground with disadvantage. Uh, she is gonna get up and okay. swing again. Would you like to use your secondary action? So you would have to use your main action to get up, and then okay. the secondary action wouldn't be an attack, but it could be something else if you'd like to do something in this library around you. Okay. Would it be an attack if I like kicked him in the chest to try to get him pushed back away from no, me? No, no, I'll allow that. So okay. go ahead and make an attack roll. This would be considered unarmed, and then Halbarad, you would fall back into the open position instead of forward. Mm. I think this would just be an athletics check, yes. So just 1d12. Oh, no, 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 sorry, I thought, okay, athletics. All right, cool. I, I understand. Cool. Uh, 14, that does exactly hit my target number. Okay, so there's no parry score here since that you're not aiming to, to actually behead each other or anything. So, mm -hmm. Halbarad, you take one unarmed damage and you are knocked <sighs> back into the open position. You're up. Okay, um, I would like to cut off Tanel's pinky. Okay. This is a called shot, and All you're right. aiming for a very specific part of the body. A very specific part of the body. Yep. So I'm gonna say you roll with one less d6, okay. and you do it with disadvantage or Ooh. ill favor. Excuse me, you are ill favor <laughs> and dis and one less d6. Oh my goodness. So high stakes. Mm -hmm. All right, ready? Yeah. So that's, uh, uh, that would be, so, so if I'm using my sword, that's three dots, right? So, so, so you would be rolling with three. However, you roll with two D12 and because you're ill-favored, you take the lesser of the two D12. And because it's a specific part of the body, Tanel, what's your parry score here? 20. 20. Okay, I will say simply because you are legitimately, because you said, you know, no holds barred, you're actually actively trying to cut off a body part. You have to hit a 20 for this to work. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. Here for the so drama, baby. That is, uh, so it's a seven. This is disadvantage, right? Seven. You take the less of the two D12. Okay, so seven plus a four and a six. So that is 17, 17. and my target number is 12. So, and I didn't, so even, it's her parents. Even, okay. even though you hit the target number, we're using the parry score for this one. Tanel, <laughs> in a moment of sheer panic, you watch as this man really means what he says, and he very quickly <laughs> tries to strike underneath the guard of your sword and comes centimeters from hitting your pinky. You look up at him, just kind of bewildered. You're up next. Oh my, oh my God. God. And you, uh, don't, you don't take any damage because you're going for a specific part of the body and you missed. Mm -hmm. I had uh, to do it. Come on. <laughs> I'm not gonna kill him. <laughs> uh, I'm, okay, still in the forward position. Yes. And I'm, I'm, it's just like scream rage, just swinging at him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right, so yeah, that's one extra D6. 
Oh my god. It's an Eye of Sauron. Oh! That's my first one, I think, ever. It is. It is. Oh! God. I've rolled many. Ooh, this is dramatic. Okay, cool. Then it's like just just to add a little character. It's real scream tears, just wild swing. Tanel, you wildly swing your sword left and right, and you just can't seem to hit him for as big as this guy is. He is darting out of the way with a surprising amount of speed. Halbered, you're back up. I would like to disarm Tanel. All right. So this would just be your target number then. Okay. And so I'm using my sword, so it's three dots, so it's 3d6. Okay. Okay, yeah, baby. Okay, so that's 10 <laughs> plus a two plus a six plus a two. So that's, uh, that definitely beats my target number of 12. Tanel, as you are just swinging your sword wildly in a rage, you watch as Halbered flips his sword up with a surprisingly swift deafness, and your blade, for as old as you are, and as skilled a warrior as you may think yourself, your blade goes flying out of your hand and sticks into one of the books in the spine. Is that how you oh. fight them? Mm. No plan, full of rage. Look where that gets you now. Go ahead, go get your sword. Nell actually doesn't get her sword. She pulls out her dagger instead and takes and just replants herself. <laughs> Not taking her eyes off of him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so Tanel, you're still back up. Okay, uh, still in open. Still because, in the, or, sorry, sorry, you forward. were in forward. Yep, still yeah, in yeah, forward. Yeah, I, I oh, wait, forward. did did uh, Danelle take damage from that? It was only five, or no damage. I just disarmed. no. You were trying to disarm, yeah. so no damage. Okay, yeah. All right. I mean, uh, yeah, I was totally trying to damage. I was, I was about to say, huh? Mm. Oh, really? What was, what was that? Mm -hmm. uh, and so she's gonna, she's gonna swipe now uh, for like his arm, almost like his dominant arm, whichever one that one is, with her dagger. Go ahead and make an attack. Okay. There we go. Uh, 21. 21, that hits. Yep, so Al that'll... Yep, Halbarad oh. takes two more points of damage. Ooh! <laughs> Halbarad, you're up. Okay. I would like to give Tanel a cut across the cheek. All right, you're nice. still aiming, so... You're rolling yeah. with uh, you're rolling with one less d6 because it's a specific part of the part of the body. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. 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 That is a a six plus three plus four. That is uh, math is so hard. Thirteen. That does be my target number. Tanel, you watch as this this dagger or excuse me this you watch as this sword cuts quickly across your cheek and there's a small stream of blood down the right side of your face, you take, it's a long sword, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, Jesus. So that's five damage. Okay. Tanel, you're up. Hold on, I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Why we pre-record these things, take your time. Yeah. 
Uh, Tanel is actually going to take a step back and go into the open position. Okay. Um, but and she's still gonna. How far away is her sword? Her short sword. Uh, you could spend your secondary action to go get it, and okay. your primary action to attack. Okay, that's what she's gonna do. She's gonna sort of like spin around and grab her sword and yank it back out. And a little bit more telegraphed this, not telegraphed, but a little bit more sure of herself, less wild is going to take a swing. Are you using the dagger and the sword? No, I'm gonna use the sword, sorry. Can I, I, I actually, I don't think I can take an attack then. I think I would drop the dagger, grab the sword. I mean, dual wielding as a mechanic doesn't exist, but I'll allow it if you would like to try. Yes. I, I, I really wasn't planning on it. I really was just going to get the short sword I know, and I know. switch to that. No, she's going to toss her dagger and, and grab the short sword. All right. You toss the dagger aside, grab the short sword, make an attack. All right. Uh, would that still be in the forward position? Because I wouldn't have an action to change it. Yes, you would still be yes, in the okay. forward. Okay, just wanted to make sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. 19, yes, so that beats my target number. You hit your target number. Halberad, you take four more points of damage. You're up. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, He's looking real rough to know. Yeah. No, but I, you know what? I'm keeping I'm keep going. Mm -hmm. Gotta earn this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to do another sweep the leg. All right. It's a targeted part of the body. You make it with one less D6 than you normally would. Okay. Make the roll. Okay. Okay. That is a seven plus three plus four. That is a 14. Hits that, yes. That beats hits, my target number. Hits your target number. Tanel. your legs get <laughs> swept out from under you again and you fall to the ground, you'll make your next attack either at disadvantage or you can use your primary action to get up. What are you doing? She's going to get up. And she's actually going to try to sweep the leg now. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Make the roll. Or, or can, can I, she's going to get up mechanics wise, but like sort of like half crouch and then sweep the leg. Do it. Nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's athletics, right? Minus 1d6, because it's a targeted part of the body. Correct. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, I got you now. Sorry. I just hit my target number 14. Yes. <laughs> Alvarez <laughs> falls to the ground. You're both kind of like in that scene in the Matrix where they're both on the ground and they both have the guns pointed at each other. Like, you're out, yeah. so are you. Same sort <laughs> yes. of deal. You're both sort of semi on the ground, crouched in front of each other. Halberd, what are you doing? You're learning. Uh, I would like to feign a kill shot. <coughs> Justin is saying to Don, I'm not actually trying to kill to now. This will okay. be lethal damage. Okay. But as far as people know, I'm going to attempt to do the kill shot. Describe how you would like to do this and we'll see what happens. I would like to take the sword and just like by the face, like, you know what I mean? Okay. Tanel, you like are gonna- Maybe give Tanel maybe a little bit of a haircut. Okay. And <laughs> a braid off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tanel, because this is going to be a called like ambush assassination 
style kind of attack. I'm going to give you the opportunity to deflect. So we're going to have another roll off. Okay. Okay. Please. All right. Halberad. <laughs> Go ahead and make your roll. Okay. That is a 12. No fucking. <laughs> is it now the other cheek? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> it was an eight. I was like, come on. <laughs> Halberad, there's this moment where you're both on the ground, mid-hunch, ready to pounce. You take the sword and with a nearly inhuman speed, thrust the blade forward. Tanel, you are sure this is going to hit you in the face. You manage to sneak out of the way of the main path of the blade, but not before your other cheek has another scar on it. There are now two almost <laughs> identical ch cheek scars on the side of your face and the hair from the one side. You watch as just a couple of strands fall to the ground in the sunset dust. Has Tanel just become Inigo Montoya? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. Cool. Tanel, it is your turn right now. We are technically still in combat. She is... Hold on. <laughs> oh, also, you take five more points of damage. Oh, yeah. Okay. She's going to try to see if she can feign one, too. Or not, <laughs> not, fe not feign it, but like... Because she did think you were about to kill her <laughs> with that. So I want to see if I can just bring the short sword up, like right to his neck and just hold it to where like just the blades touching right here. All right. Yeah. Same deal. Um, you're not going, you're, you're feigning, correct? Yes. Yeah. All I'm right. Feigning. Cool. It's going to cool. stop. Yeah. Okay. Same deal. Roll off. Okay. Uh, Athletics checks, both of you. This athletics will be a roll-off okay. with athletics God. checks. <laughs> this is nice Crazy. one, you guys. Athletics, that's two dots, baby. Okay, that's 11 plus six plus two. So, 18? Yes. I rolled an 18, too. <gasps> <laughs> a tie in this system goes to the attacker. Tanel, you oh! bring your sword up and it's this almost like Mexican standoff style thing where Halbarad, you missed by just a hair giving her the scar and you suddenly look down to find Tanel's blade at your neck. Tanel, you have the ability to exit combat, but the choice is yours. What are you doing? Can she hold the blade, but stand up? Yes. And keep it where it is. Uh-huh. You've made your point. There it is. Fire with focus. And I go get the sword. Are you letting, it. are you letting him? Yeah, she, she holds it for a second and then quickly puts her short sword away. Put that kitchen knife away. 
<laughs> and she just like wipes the blood on her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we need to get patched up. That's <laughs> you know what this means? What, what does the sword say again? The King's Shadow. It's a good name. I remember I said something about trees. I I don't remember it. Aragorn said it better. To go make some shade. No, I remember. Exactly. Use this to do it with. And I walk away. Holoth is going to enter at this point, having heard the clashing of blades. <laughs> yeah, this all happened <laughs> in like right? 15, yeah, this happened in like 15 oh, seconds. Hey, holding my like ribs like, Ugh. He just like, because it's his halberd walking out, like clutching and he's just, <laughs> just and he looks blood. at Tanel at the blood coming down and he goes, oh my Tanel. <laughs> goes in and patches, he goes to heal Tanel. He goes to actually just, strip, just, he goes almost, almost into a kind of like parental mode. You go into dad mode. No, I get yeah, it. You go I into dad mode. So like, oh my good, look at you. What? She you she's just holding the sword and just looking at it. Yes, that's very nice. Look at me. Uh. <laughs> can, can I roll a healing? I can try and <laughs> you may patch her up as best as I can. What did he do to you? He gave me the sword. Very kind of him. He could have just given it to you. Um, no, I earned it. Oh, well, uh, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> She's just in a daze now. Just, <laughs> there's been a lot of emotions over the past few hours. Ah, I don't I don't hit my target number. But... Okay, so the the most that you can do at this point, Halloweth, is to... I, think, I, I did get a six, though. You did get a sec. Okay, cool. So yeah, that yeah. that can be to help. So we'll say we'll say this. Uh, Halloweth, you spend the next minute or two just like taking out bandages and cloth and wiping away the blood, cleaning her up so that it doesn't look like there's a very bloody elf walking around uh, Rivendell. <laughs> and uh, yeah, fantastic. He, he just Halloweth kind of nods. He he hasn't done the best of jobs, but he's just it was a it was a quick patch up, um, and he. He exits. He leaves. Tanel, what's going through your mind right now as you stand there alone in this now nearly destroyed library? Well, she's got to leave the library, but she <laughs> she does take the sword and put it around her waist and just she does stand there sort of like in reverence for a second and then collects herself with this sort of newfound vigor and still that anger sitting right here and strides out. Tanel, give yourself one extra D6 in sword proficiency. Oh my god! And we are going to take a quick five minute break. Folks, thank you so much for being here. Uh, We'll be back in about five minutes. Uh, Make sure you leave a like because we're doing this on YouTube now. Leave a comment, leave a like, uh, share this with all of your nerd friends, and we'll be back in just a bit. Thanks so much. And welcome back. When we last left off, Justin tried to kill one of my PCs. Lies, <laughs> not true. And Tinel gained one more point in sword mastery proficiency. 
So the evening is yours to do with what you will as you prepare for your journey towards Lothlorien. Uh, Beery. Uh, Beery would like, you know, as you know, he, he looked, he looked down in the gardens and picked, picked a couple of carrots for a second. And then, you know, his, it, everyone's now gone. So now he's going to wander around and he's going to look for a couple bottles of Elden wine. Okay. Uh, Just, yeah. The, you know, like he's going to go primarily towards like the banquet area where he first saw it, you know, just kind of following, uh, Logic, yeah. Go go ahead and make an awareness check for me. Oh, okay. Or or oh, an awareness or a scan check. I'm fine. Oh, that's much better. Okay. Oh yeah, with a six even. Okay, so there is a uh, Mm -hmm. half filled bottle that has just been left on a table that no one's picked up, and uh, if you want to try and grab it, you can. Incredible. Hundred percent. And he's just gonna like kind of waltz by and do like a little whoop under his arm all right um is there any like glassware obvious around or are we just gonna no you know screw it we're just gonna go this way um and he's gonna try to find the group he's, he's gonna do his best to try and find everybody all right i will ask the three of you then where are all of you tanel i assume you might want to go to the infirmary to get patched up yeah that's probably a okay good so tanel you <laughs> spend it a- best yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i imagine as she's like walking to the infirmary Hello, it's just beside her. Like, hold on, hold on. Just you fixing you up. I can the imagine like the, the, like the, the patches, like sort of. Pug- you know how sometimes when it's not put on properly, they kind of like half fall off. And I'm just <laughs> like, no, no, come on, there you go. <laughs> yeah. uh, rush job done. You are both in the infirmary. Uh, Halvored, where are you? I would like to meet with Elrond because Elrond is in the infirmary. He is also still recovering. So yeah, Beery. <laughs> Beery, you walk in and you see Elrond talking to Halbarat, and they are just wrapping up a conversation. We're going to go back about five minutes and uh, start that conversation. This is how you retcon flashbacks. Halbarat. Halbarat, what are you saying to Elrond? I hope you didn't like the fifth edition of History of Rivendale. It was one of my favorites. Has something happened to it? Don't worry about it. Anyway, uh, how strong are your forces here at Rivendell? He kind of glances around. Not very strong. Let me show you. And he pulls the blanket off. And for the first time, Halbarad, because he was hiding it the last time you two spoke, you see that Elrond is missing one of his arms. Cut off at just about the forearm area where Halloweth cut it off. They took yours too? It was necessary. Story for another day. You will have plenty of time as you wait for your forces. (laughs) When can we expect your folk to show up? A week, seven days. But Gondor calls for aid, and we cannot waste time. Are you going to charge there yourself? Break the forces of Mordor with 20 or 30 Dunedain? It's rather rash of you, but I expect nothing less. My idea is that we take the forces of the Dunedain, go to Rohan, and then go to Gondor. 
We'll have the combined forces of us both and the forces of Rivendell, whatever they may be. And then we can probably provide better aid to Gondor. I was thinking something similar. Yes, I appreciate the fact that so many Dunedain are willing to answer the call. It will take time, though. We cannot rush into this. One false move could spell the end for all of us. All we have is time. We can wait the seven days, then go to Rohan. Will you join me? He glances down at the arm. Let me think about it. You still have one hand? <laughs> what are you worried about? Dying, Master Halbered. Dying. An elf is a scared of dying. <laughs> Has there been a better joke in all of Rivendell? <laughs> I do remember you mentioning something about a stick up my ass. That was rather funny. Ugh. <laughs> I think you have another career as a comedian. <laughs> if we survive all of this, you'll be the first to hear my routine. Hmm. Oversee preparations for your people. I will arm and train them as I can, but <sighs> we may be outnumbered. But we aren't outmatched, my friend. Elrond gives you this really big smile may you give hope to men and elves throughout middle earth thank you my friend and it is at this point you notice beery coming up behind you um, elrond glances at you and goes master beery good evening uh yeah as as all of a sudden i finally found my friends he's got like carrots Tucked almost like like bullets tucked into his belt, um, and uh, with the bottle of wine. Oh, finally, I found my friends. This might be our last night. We get to enjoy a, the the little bits of comfort. So, hey, how about a how about a bit of wine? Elrond glances down at you and goes, "I fear I should not, given my condition, but." Are you sure? Have you had elvish wine before? I, um, I'm a trained professional now. Um, and he takes just a little ginger sip, just lets it touch his lips. Like he, he's now very gun shy when it comes to elven wine. All right. Halloweth. Just a tiny sip. All and right. then hands it to Halloweth. Uh, Halloweth, Tanel, uh, you two, having heard Beery getting all patched up, um, come on over. And Halloweth, immediately, a wine bottle is thrown. In your direction. We just appreciate the fact that comedians are now canon in Middle Earth. <laughs> I can imagine how that stand up would go like, hey, what's the deal with hobbits? They're in. I'm going to write Elrond's stand up routine. That's going to be my gift to all of you. If, if he survives this whole thing at the end of all of this. Oh. Brilliant. That right there is enough uh, initiative for us to make this happen. For sure. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, All right. Yeah. takes the wine. He nods to and sort of does a cheers to everyone. Um, takes a big old swig. He's he's getting crunk tonight. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So mm -hmm. the way Elvish wine works is 
it's not that potent for elves unless you take a lot of it all at once. Hallowith, I need you. Roll a d12 for me. Oh, boy. <laughs> Just a standard d12. Just a standard d12. Come on, buddy. <laughs> uh, fairly even, Rude. I got a five. A five out of 12? Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hallowith, you down this wine, and it is the <laughs> best thing you have ever tasted uh this thing i've ever done i was like (laughs) (laughs) not exactly that's my my peak (laughs) uh you down a big gulp or two uh elrond very quickly goes uh hallowith and you sort of take it out of your lips but it uh it takes effect fairly quickly you're you're just feeling that tiniest bit of relaxation hmm Perfect. I am pissed. (laughs) (laughs) And I can feel that. This is good. I feel in a good place. Well, at least you'll sleep tonight, I guess. As best I can. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I'm imagining Beery just finally realized that everyone's beat to hell like, oh! What, what in the hell happened? You mean you've been drinking wine without me? Did you spill it over your face? No, what the hell? No, no, no. I uh, And she just turns and points the sword and says, one a sword. Oh, I recognize that piece. It looks fantastic on you. Did you help make it? Oh, I might have had a, a little hand in it for sure, you know. But hey, it's honestly his idea. He points to how Brad. Well, thank you. Both of you. It means a lot. Don't thank me yet. You haven't even used it. You don't even know if it works. This <laughs> is true. I just, I think I need to go to bed. <laughs> she just like... Nell, as you exit the infirmary, Aaron, the blacksmith, walks up to oh, you and goes, oh, uh, oh. La- lady to know, excuse me. And you can see that he's holding a, a bundle in his hands. Uh, uh, apologies, I was looking for Master Beery. Oh, I am. Um, uh, tries to snatch the bottle from Halloweth. Are you holding on to it, Halloweth? <laughs> or are we, where are we passing it? it around? I mean, you, I think you, you took, took a two, gulps, you right? took oh, two big gulps, but you're still okay. holding on to it. He, uh, yeah, I. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. Didn't even. Yeah, yeah. yeah it takes a, just another little, 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 little bit more this time to get, okay. get a little bit of courage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, roll a d12 for me. We're not talking uh-huh. a, a. Okay. Roll. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> just so a you little bit. Roll a, right. uh-huh, adva- uh-huh. roll a d12 with advantage for mm-hmm. me. Or, or favor. He knows what he's getting into. A seven. A seven. seven. Okay. Okay. You down it. You know what you're expecting. It's a Let's little bit none. nice, but yeah, yeah. We'll do yeah. it. All right. Aaron um, comes up to you and goes, ah, hey, hey, Master Beery, yes, I, shh, is this, keep, 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 I didn't want to wait in case you left tonight. Oh, no, man, good on you. Yeah, keep making them. And he snatches it from him if he, oh, if he allows it. Uh, yeah, he, he hands it right to you. It's, it's, in a, it's in a bundle. I was able Perfect. to make, and I'm going to go ahead and make a quick roll. Forgive me, because you and... Sir Halber had used the forge. I was only able to make eight, but. Oh no, hey, that's fantastic. You're, you're a quick study. I'm very proud of you, Aaron. Um, well, you have quite the skill in teaching. 
Thank you. Uh, well, I mean, how the tables have turned, have they not? Anyway, get back to work, all right? I mean, you know, Mango, there's wine back there if you want some. I And he glances down at your hand. Do you mean that wine right there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, how did I get there? Um, uh, yeah, uh, of, of course. And he takes a swig and downs it. No. And he... Oh, <laughs> what did he get? What did he get? He got a nice Sauron. Yes! Aaron downs this entire thing and finishes the bottle. And without even realizing it goes, my goodness, this is quite potent. If you'll all, uh, excuse me. And he quick turns around and, and stumbles out of the infirmary and just with a backwards glance, good luck with your contraptions does he fall please tell me he like looks back and just goes you know what i'm gonna make an oh, athletics please. check for him just for down some stairs. <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't quite fall down the steps but okay. he God. stumbles enough that it's just the tiniest bit funny and elrond sort of watching him go goes you four have brought more chaos to this house than any before you besides Mithrandia. I take great pride in that. <laughs> An honor indeed. Beery. I go mad. Pack, yeah, um, uh, yeah. Yeah, look at the bundle in his hands and um uh tin. Uh if if you have a moment, um I've been working on this. I've been working on a little bit of something, and I would very much like to talk to you, if I, if I might. Yes, sure. And she sort of like gestures out of the room. Yeah, I'll follow, I'll follow you. I can't even, <laughs> I can't find anything in this place. She just like brings him out into like one of the areas where we can just sit down or something. All right. Yeah. As we kind of get into this little courtyard, um, kind of pops up on on one of the kind of carved cone uh, stone seats and still just kind of holding the, uh, you know, the bundle in his lap and tin. Uh, I don't know how to articulate all of all of this, but um, I'm, I'm really sorry. Uh, I, I know you're going through a lot, and especially now that you've got some, some character. I like it. I, I, I dig it. It, yeah. it looks great <laughs> on you. Um, but I would like to I would like to tell you something, if I might. Oh, okay. Um, I, I, ever since I've left the mountain, I've, uh, I've been inspired three times. And they've all been equally significant. Uh, the first one is, um, well, reaches next to the carrots in his, on his belt that kind of holds his apron at bay. And you see this branch? Well, I don't get to see many leaves and, and sticks and things, but at the end of this branch is a marvelous seed uh, that mm -hmm. that twirls in like a spiral and it burrows itself into the ground. It's ingenious. The the majesty of, of the surface is uh, rather amazing. Um, the second time I've been inspired by uh, Habred. I've I've never experienced a character quite like him. Uh, I actually I've I've never realized just how much time I've been wasting. 
I have no idea how many seconds I have left, much hopefully less than yours. Uh, you can mingle about for thousands of years. I, I feel like my days are numbered all of a sudden and I'm now in a rush to make a difference. And what better time to do it now? Yes. There's also one other moment that I've been uh, very inspired. It was the first moment we met, not by name, not by anything, but the second you called down your mate's arrow you mm-hmm. from from Gorge here. And Gorge is just kind of like sitting there with like probably some like snot in his nose, just staring <laughs> at us. Yeah. And hands him a carrot. You know, to watch him just motor that thing. <clears throat> I don't feel like I've properly thanked you for that. Um, that act of kindness and generosity that I, I don't even feel like I deserved. Um, I opened up the opens up the bundle. I've been learning a lot since I've been here. Uh, there was a night that we camped and I tried to make you a bundle of arrows so you can fire multiples at once. But I, I tried two and just time together with a couple beard hairs and it didn't work. You know, the fletchings crossed and it was just, it was wrong. It was all wrong. <laughs> but that one seed and you hold the branch up kind of, now these are little tips, you kind of close to your face. <laughs> You see the seed. Yeah. It's brilliant. All I have to do is just pay attention, right? So gives the fleet seed a flick and you watch it kind of spiral through the kind of evening air, kind of mm-hmm. moonlight, you know. Well, I, I took a bit from that and uh unwraps and like unspools the bundle, and there's a bunch of there's eight arrows inside. And he uh hands you one, my friend. It would be my absolute honor for you for this to adorn your quiver. And he hands you a, uh, an arrow. Barry, I don't even know what to say. Thank you. I, I mean, I don't either. This, I, I, like, do I look like I know what I'm doing? I'm, I just, and you see like Janelle turn for cry, a second. Right? Yeah, Janelle actually turns for a second and like, <laughs> it's, um, thank you. Um, you're very welcome. I mean, just don't now, like, not making eye contact and just trying not to cry and just staring straight ahead. <clears throat> well, I made it in threes. I tried two and it didn't work. Three. Well, I mean, technically, with Halberd, there's four of us, but three was the originals and uh, three was the magic number to make it work. And what happened? Uh, I'm not going to go into detail, but three is a really big number. Just don't make me cry, okay? Um. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll try not to, but, um, you know, I, I have been holding off on something and I don't know when I'm going to get the chance to give this to you. And she pulls out the silverware that she stole. Oh. <laughs> My heart is about to ago. explode. I know mine too. Hold on. <laughs> the and, episode uh, one callback mm-hmm. of stolen oh. silverware. <laughs> You actually got some. I I did. It was right after you got caught. It actually created the perfect distraction. <laughs> I don't Give know what me you those. <laughs> They're beautiful. I mean, it's actually, see them up close, and he tries to give them like kind of a bend, it's just to just to you know test the quality because they're going to get melted down. Oh, anyway. absolutely. <laughs> They're strong. Mm. They are strong. Oh, yeah. Now that is proper Elron silver. Oh my goodness. Well, a gift, a gift for a gift, my friend. 
Thank you. Truly. I, I appreciate it. And I just want you to know that together, where's one? Just like that arrow in your hands. And I'm, I'm, I'm with you. All right. Wherever you need to go, I'm with you. Thank you. Thank you. That's all I can say. Do you want to see it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Max, 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 why don't I screen share it? Oh, yeah, there you go. Okay. You want me to screen share it oh, to now? Yeah. Would you like to see what Max oh drew? God. Uh-huh. So, Absolutely. mechanically speaking, a bow will deal three damage with an arrow. However, because of what Max drew, Max, would you like to explain the mechanics? So it's three arrows in one, and the force of the drawstring snapping and sending it forward, Mm -hmm. he has hairs that are tying together, so they'll snap, and it'll all come apart in three projectiles. The problem he had before with the two arrows is they got tangled up in this the spiral mm-hmm. action of the seed that made the two fletchings and two arrow blades kind of work as they both as all three now spiral. So it's kind of it deploys three projectiles pretty much. Tanel. Mm-hmm. When you fire one of these eight arrows, you now have the potential to deal nine damage with a single shot. Oh my god. You have eight of them in your inventory. Oh okay, shit. Cool. Oh. Great. Some serious damage. Sniper. Oh my god. Oh my god. I feel like we're making Tanel OP now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. With her parry of 20. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got a huge target on my back, but that's okay. <laughs> I will also allow you to give yourself another fellowship point to the pool. Oh. That's everybody, right? That's everybody. Yay! As you two are having this conversation, Hallowith, your elf ears are able to pick up smatterings of it. You hear the tears and the thank yous and the hugs. You don't get the specifics, but you know something's going on. And Elrond and you share a glance at a moment and go, you take care of both of them now. Upon my life. Or death. As is most probable. I would toast you, Hallowith, but uh, my blacksmith seems to have taken all of the wine. Though I probably should not be drinking in my current state. No, yeah, it is known to slow that medicine. Um, I would not want you to be in pain (laughs) any more so than you have to be. Thank you. And to you. Halberad, you have worked your roguish charm on these three in unexpected ways. Thank you. Unexpected? (laughs) What's that supposed to mean? To be perfectly honest, I never expected to see you again. I'm a little hurt. As am I. And he holds up his arm. (laughs) Perhaps the stick has been a bit removed. Now, please, I must rest. And you all have a long journey ahead of you. Halloweth, be safe. 
to you. Keep that arm well. <laughs> you haven't got a spare anymore. <laughs> no, I do not, do I? Good night. And unless there is anything you would all like to do with the evening, I will say you all make your way to your respective bed chambers for the night. All right. Oh, man. That was... <clears throat> wow. <laughs> I am, my makeup is waterproof and I'm so glad. <laughs> oh. It's beautiful. Oh, and then Gorge gets a little feast of carrots. Yeah. <laughs> Rivendell carrots. Because I suspect also elven carrots are way better than human carrots. You wake up and Gorge is like triple his size. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right. So you all spend the evening getting your rest. Uh, Tanel, you are not back up to full health left. You are now back yeah. up to 17 hit points right now. Okay. Uh, Halbered, you are back to 18. Um, and Beery had another seven from last uh, when he got messed up by the... Yes, yes. Since since Angmar, you have you have fully recovered. Okay, yes. fully recovered. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm playing it kind of fast and loose with the HP gain here because we're moving quick, but... 100%. All right, so... You all wake up the next morning, and um, is there anything you'd like to do before you begin your journey? Well, we can do this out of character, but Tanel uh, does quickly tell Beery the actual plan. <laughs> that we oh yeah, on. yeah. Yeah, let's we'll say this. You three meet at the at the breakfast table, discuss mm -hmm. where you're gonna go and heading south towards the Gladden River Pass. And then if that doesn't work, you'll keep going south. And then if that doesn't work, you'll figure it out along the way. Yep. Um, can I prepare their horses? You may. Yes. You three spend the morning eating breakfast and walk out to the front entrance only to find that. All of your horses are ready. The cart, Beery, is ready for you to uh, to be drawn uh, with uh, with Gorge, ready to hop in in your little okay. sort of side cart because obviously <laughs> speed is of the utmost importance. And Glorfindel right. and uh, Halbarad are there with you. Good morning. Good morning. You are leaving then? Yes. There are some friends that would like to say goodbye and thank you. And you watch as from off to the side, the dwarves, Gloin, and the rest of his company, and Bilbo come out, as well as Aaron the blacksmith. And they're all kind of looking at the, the four of you and just nodding. Gloin approaches you, Beery, and goes, we're going to be escorting Master Baggins back to the Shire. It will be right. safest there. Perfect. He's going to be in good company. Um, I'm so happy that you're protecting him. He seems a bit frail. He is, but I think he's got one last adventure in him, eh? I promise I wasn't going to cry. Hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, most definitely. And I mean, I've been learning a little bit uh, uh, about the chap, but it seems like he's become one of the most important people yet again. 
We all might be important before the end, my boy. And mm. you're no exception. Oh, well. When I get back, when all this is over, you can tell me that. I, I can do that. Okay, is everyone's nose is brown enough yet? Let's go. <laughs> Chanel, mm-hmm. you watch as Aaron approaches you. Oh, God. <laughs> Lady Tanel. Yes. I am terribly sorry for whatever hardship your homeland has endured. But please know, you will always have a homeland here in Rivendell, if you would like to return. I could teach you blacksmithing. Sorry. Tanel's just like, I think now realizing, just goes, um, yes, yes, thank, thank you. Thank you. Of course. And I apologize for my uh, behavior. Last night I was out of turn, but I, I hope the oh, arrows are to your liking. Yes, yes, they're, they're wonderful. Thank you. It, you helped him make them. I did. In fact, I have one more. And you can add one more oh. to your inventory. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Don, thank you so much for making that a total of nine. I was, I, the eight was just killing me. <laughs> <laughs> one, three, six, or nine. Go, it's got to be. <laughs> you did well. You did well. Oh. Right. Thank and you. You are, you are quite welcome. Please be safe. As, as much as I can. He uh, does the elven salute and kind of bows before you. My lady. She's just like a little flustered and just starts messing with the saddlebag. <laughs> from, his, from his chariot, Beery proclaims uh, to Aaron, hey! I better see of armory of those arrows by our return. By the thousands, Master Dwarf. I. <laughs> uh, Halloweth, is there anything mm. you are doing in this moment as you prepare to leave? Um, I, I think I've said my farewells to Elrond. Um, he's fairly silent at the, at, at the present time. He respects the send off from the dwarfs um and i think he's appreciating their unity their sense of community seems very it's much warmer than that of the elves um despite the sort of loyalty and 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 the and the love that the elves have for each other it's it's somehow colder than that of the dwarfs um and i think he's learning that he's appreciating the love that they have for each other and he's, he's, he's just taking a moment to kind of take that in. He, this is a learning moment for him of, mm. of other culture. The, the elves don't spend much time outside of their own kind. So this is, this is nice to see. Um, Infinite are my goosebumps, damn yeah. it. We're all going to cry this episode. Oh. <laughs> just uh, ugly crying over here. Uh, other than that, he's, he just tends to his horse. He's speak softly to him can i get a horse's name do i have a specific horse uh yeah you know what roll <laughs> a, roll, a, d- like a roll a d12 for me roll a d12 okay. for me 
Do you have a list of horse names? Of course available? I have a list oh of my horse God. names <laughs> Do you all want them? Do you want to roll D12s um, for me? I, I, I got a nine. You got a nine. All right, hang on. Let me find it in my notes. Is it? Oh Philip? my God. <laughs> wow. Horse name Philip. <laughs> oh. Some of you will get that reference. <laughs> I've watched Wait. Doctor Who. I know it's up. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, I was referencing Chronicles of Narnia, but go off, I guess. <laughs> oh, that is Chronicles of Narnia. No, I'm sorry, Doctor Who. The horse's name is Susan. My mistake. You're absolutely. John right. is not a real fan, America. You <laughs> saw it here first. <laughs> My sorry, horsey. My name is Philip. Oh, sorry. <laughs> All right, Hallowith. Your horse's name is Nero. Nero. Oh, yes. Wonderful. Nero. All right. Would the Would you two like to know your horses' names? To know if you have them prepared, yes, I actually would. <laughs> All is, right, is my, is, is my host male or female, by the way? Uh, female, cool. Eight, eight, Tanel, your horse's <laughs> name is Alice, A L E I S. Oh, sorry, can you tell Miro? Miro is just M I R O. Okay, cool. Beery is so is so Beery's carriage. Is being pulled by a horse and then Beery's carriage gorge is, is being pulled by a horse. It has the option to be hooked up by Gorge as you did Got beforehand. It. But okay. in this case, the elves are like, you need to go fast, so be careful. Nine. Wait, no, we already had a nine. You we already rolled. rolled a nine, so roll again. Six. All right, hang on. I told you it's either one, three, six, or nine. It's gotta be. <laughs> the horse's name is Barun. B-A-R-U-N. That's perfect. Wow. We right? So spell that one more time. I'm so sorry. B-A-R-U-N. Barun. I'm assuming male. Yes. Uh, yours is male as well to know. You all spend the few minutes of preparation getting ready. Meanwhile, Glorfindel comes up to you, Halbarad, and goes, You are staying then, waiting for your people to arrive. I look at the group. Yes, I'm staying. Then you and I have much work to do, Master Halbarat. We do. Uh, Beery gets out of his cart. Um, hey, I mean, you're obviously coming with us, but uh, what's, the, what's the deal here? This is where our paths diverge. I'm sorry. No, we've been a team this, you know. No, we can't do this well yet. <laughs> Here's the plan. You handle your elven business and you will meet me in Gondor. Now that, yes, I like that. If you want a real war, then come to Gondor and there will be a place with the Dunedain for all of you if you choose to accept it. Take a roundabout. I will see you again, my friend. I hope so. Give like a proper uh, kind of dwarven (laughs) dwarven handshake. And I I really must thank you for all the inspiration that you've given us, but especially for me. Wait, I would like to call the blue wizards. Okay, uh, you call for the wizards. Glorfindel get them. About, uh, <laughs> about two minutes later, Palando comes rushing down. 
Yes, Master Halbaran. Did you honor your oath? The gift for the dwarf, you mean? Yes. No, no I have not. He has not come to see me, and I have been a bit preoccupied. Master Dwarf, come, Hi. come. What's the meaning of this? He tells a habred and as he kind of like trots off after the blue wizard. Oh, no, 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 he's, he's, not, he's not bringing you, he's not bringing you anywhere other than a few steps closer together. He kneels okay. down, he kneels okay. down so you're at eye level and he looks at you and lays a hand on your head. Hey, well, oh. last time this happened, it was terrible. All right, take it easy. Imagine the, you know, the- Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the steward. Yeah. I am not a servant of the dark one. Please, puts the hand on your head. And Beery, in your mind, you see the most tangible memories you possibly can of a dwarf that looks like you and your mom. And you watch as you're in this almost dreamlike stance and you're waddling as a little kid holding this piece of scrap metal that you got from your father's forge. And you watch within this moment, you hold it up to your dad and you just make this baby cooing noise. Ah! And he grabs it from you and goes, that's my boy. And whew, quick as a flash, you're back in the moment. Alatar removes his hand from you and goes, remember what you fight for and grow beyond what he taught you to be. Um, <laughs> uh, Bury just, you know, kind of glance, glances around, um, and, uh, just uh, uh, nods to, um, to the blue wizard, but it, it focuses everything on, uh, Albred. Can you turn into a bear? Nobody might have unleashed one. Gives him one more handshake and it goes back to his cart. I was hoping for a bear. <laughs> <sighs> Welp, how do you say goodbye in Elvish? The word is Namarie. That's an obscure Lord of the Rings fact for you. Hey. hey. <laughs> <sighs> a word I will never say to the lot of you. I slapped the horse's ass. Go. <laughs> <laughs> With a slap of the horse's butt, the three of you make your way out of Rivendell. Bilbo, the dwarves, Glorfindel, and Halbarad staying where they are as you continue on your journey towards Lothlorien. And that is where we're going to end this episode <laughs> wow. of the Unpredicted Party. Oh my god! <laughs> Thank you all so much for joining us. We will be live for the Unpredicted After Party on Patreon. Join us there. <laughs> Justin, my man. Justin! Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Justin. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. 
Oh nice. my god. Thank you guys. This is Are fun. you kidding? This is awesome. You That's are awesome. an absolute gem. And oh my God, like we just for a moment got to live in your splendor. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. my God. That's fine. I did fine, guys. Shut up. Yeah, you but, did great. <laughs> but I feel like there's always the sage in, in a story, right? And sometimes mm-hmm. they're wildly eccentric. Wild, sometimes they're very wise man like wait wait like really just invigorate the storyline that was beautiful mm-hmm. that was awesome oh well i'm in- integrated because i almost killed one of you guys that's <laughs> perfectly as well. I, I would have let you zach you 100 you nailed it all right seamless couple of last uh towards the end of the show we make some announcements so be sure you are liking the video sharing it subscribing to the youtube channel doing all of the social media things and join us on patreon for the after show we will be back in two weeks 